Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting a little bit about how to deal with tough clients. So if you're a service-based business owner, I know we've all had at least one tough client in our lifetime. Um, I've had multiple, but (laughs) that's a story for another day. But basically today, I'm just going to be sharing some tips and tricks on how I dealt with tough clients and how I turned a potentially negative situation into a positive. So let's jump right in. Okay, so tough clients. The most prominent tough client that pops into my head was actually before I even went full-time with my business. So I was still working full-time at my day job and I had an Instagram client. This client was located in Australia, so we already had a challenge with the time because she was like a full day ahead of me. And whenever she was free, I was basically sleeping. And whenever I was free, she was sleeping or busy or whatever. So we already had that challenge before we went into things, but we kind of just accepted that. So what I was doing was Instagram scheduling and engagement and that kind of thing. Um, So I requested that she sent me her post and you know, told me what was in it so I could create compelling captions. And I needed it, obviously, like at least a week in advance um, so that I could create all the captions and all that stuff um, and still be compliant with the time difference and all that stuff. Um, Well, she wasn't always sending me the stuff on time, but then she'd get mad when it wasn't ready because she would send it to me and then it would expect it to be posted the next day. And, you know, I have, I had other clients, I had a job, I was planning a wedding. Um, so it was definitely difficult to comply with those things. And she ended up quote unquote firing me, which (laughs) at the time I was pretty butthurt about it because it was the first person that had ever like expressed any issues with me or my services and things like that. So definitely kind of was a hit to the ego for a little bit, but, um, after I thought about it for a few minutes, I was like, well, actually this was for the best. We had conflicting time zones. She wasn't, you know, providing me with information in advance and it kind of wasn't fair to me to be able to have the, you know, a super quick turnaround time when I had all these other things going on. Now I even, you know, I don't have super quick turnaround times, even though I'm not working full time anymore outside of the house. Um, it's just, you know, out of the courtesy to me, quick turnaround times are going to be billed at extra amount of money because, you know, I already have my days kind of planned out. So when someone throws a curveball, then it's going to be a little bit more expensive. So yeah, so it was, like I said, it was hard, but I kind of spun it into a positive and was like, well, this is probably for the best. I'm very busy. I don't have time to deal with clients who don't respect me and my time. So Um, thinking of another instance, this is actually like last summer, I had a Pinterest management client and she was just very rude and demanding. And as you know, with social media, you cannot really predict how many people 
are going to follow you or click through or purchase or things like that. It's it's not something you can put a solid number on. You can, you know, estimate percentages and stuff, but you can't be like, yes, you will get 500 new followers a month. Like, unless you're buying them, that's not going to be the case. So this person was very displeased with the fact that I could not give her solid numbers of how much her click-throughs were going to increase from Pinterest. And they had, they had increased quite a bit from, you know, one month to the next. Um, but they weren't high enough for her liking. So let's put it into perspective. She was probably getting about 15 click-throughs a day average before we started working together. And after a month of working together, she was up to 100 average. So I'd say that's a pretty good jump, especially because with Pinterest, it's not usually an overnight, um, you know, miracle. It usually takes a couple of months to start seeing really good results. But yeah, so she really wasn't pleased with that. And she just went off on me and she wasn't happy about the days that I was billing her and the, nothing was right for this client. So that was a client that I was not sad to let go. I mean, of course, money is money. And, um, you know, you when you're first starting out in your business, money is definitely important, but your own sanity is really important too. You know, if the client is making you stress out more than you should be, then it's not worth it in the long run because, you know, $300 is not worth, or whatever you're you know, charging is not worth a really stressful and hectic client. Like that's probably why you left your day job, right? You want to work with people who are easy to work with, who are respectful of your time, who are understanding, who are willing to pay your prices. So that's just like one of the things that you need to keep in mind when you do, um, you know, you either have to fire a client or they fire you. It's not the end of the world because most of the time, it's not your problem. Unless you're just straight up not doing the work, then it's not on you. Some clients are just harder to please than others and they expect the world out of you even when you're not their only client. And a lot of the time, they're not paying premium prices for these services and they expect so much more. They expect, you know, what someone that it's paying like a thousand plus a month would get but at what they're paying you. So it's definitely something that's not your fault, like the majority of the time. And it's something that happens to everyone. If it hasn't happened to you yet, unfortunately, it probably will, unless you're just like a master at picking clients. You know, sometimes people are really good at picking clients and they don't experience these ones that are going to be nightmares. Um, but yeah, it's just something that everyone, for the most part, experiences in their business and it's just about how you deal with it. So here are some ways that you deal with tough clients. So first you, you know, of course you're still cordial with them, but you ask, you know, what could I have done better and things like that so you can learn how to improve your processes and systems so that in the future you don't run into that same issue. Or you can, so that's a really big thing. That's what I do every single time anyone has an issue. It's only been twice or three times maybe. Um, but yeah, so you need to get that feedback from them. And if they aren't willing to give you feedback, then, you know, there's not much you can do. But if you ask them like, hey, what can I do better? Or what could I have done better? And they give you some honest feedback, then, that, you know, that'll help you with your future clients, your dream clients, not these people who do not appreciate you but it's still good feedback to have. Another thing you can do to kind of 
combat dealing with those tough clients is to, you know, just take a day and step away from the situation before responding. Because I know a lot of people want to respond and they might be feeling kind of angry or upset and then they let that take over and it ends up ruining the experience even more and making it worse. So just take some time to think about it, reflect on everything that happened with that particular client and then come back when you're more calm because you don't want to further irritate that client because then things will just be even worse for you and you'll feel silly for you know, fueling the fire a little more. And lastly, um, when you're dealing with tough clients, you know, just make a list of the things that you didn't like that they did so that in the future, when you are interviewing potential clients or talking to them and, you know, getting people to work with you, you'll be able to kind of spot those things beforehand. So for the first person, like I said, there was a time difference. So, you know, maybe I don't want to work with people who are not in the U.S., um, which that's not the case. I have worked through pe- with people who are not in the U.S., but I haven't worked with them on you know daily management of Instagram or things like that. I will take clients that are not in the U.S. for Pinterest because that's you know a little less. Um, it doesn't take as much effort every single day, and it's not like you have to post content every single day. That has to come from the person. It, themselves. Um, but yeah, like maybe you can just kind of say, okay, this person's not in the U S and this is what was an issue last time, the time difference. So unfortunately I'm gonna have to pass or maybe they just, you know, they seem, if your gut is telling you beforehand that they're going to be a difficult client, they probably will be. So listen to your gut feeling. I know it's hard when you're strapped for cash because you're like, I just want to make money. I don't really care, but your well being is so much more important than the amount of cash that that person will pay you because they can't pay you enough money um, to be worth it. You know, if they're going to be that difficult, then they need to be paying you a lot of money. Otherwise, it's just going to be so frustrating for you and not worth it at all. So those are kind of my three ways to deal with tough clients. And if you haven't had one already, I'm hoping for your sake that you never do. But now you'll be prepared for when you do so that you can, you know, come back to them with grace and not be angry and, you know, just be accepting of the situation versus questioning yourself, well, what did I do wrong? Because a lot of the time it's probably not really you. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode dash 21. So make sure to join the Savvy Social Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates, and more. I will see you guys on Thursday. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.